The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tuzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships radio show. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dzinski will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy. Plus, help in reigniting the passion in your romantic relationships. Single people don't feel left out. This show is also you in promoting confidence and self-love. Greg promises that this show is for you and to help listeners become more fulfilled, healthier, and happier in your relationship and lives. Live calls and chats are very welcome in helping you with your challenges. There will be an end to those tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, though to most, he's known as Detroit's love guru. <laughs> hey everybody, we are live here coming to you from Detroit City, as always, from my office in beautiful Penobscot building. Hopefully everybody's doing okay today. Oh my God, I need a lot of people in the live chat where people can keep me awake (laughs) um it has been a long day not a bad day just a long day um hopefully everybody's wide awake very energized and hopefully you are motivated to start changing your lives not only um your relationship which i am all about that okay i want you changing your relationships that's what i'm all about to be more intense in a good way baby (laughs) also in a more maybe relaxed way and can you be intense and relaxed you can be intense maybe sexual maybe emotional maybe um passionate you can be very intense but you also can have that relaxed where you don't have to say anything to each other you know the awkward silence that a lot of people maybe are afraid of because it is awkward they don't know what to say we don't talk anymore well pay attention the art of relationships radio show is for you you the listeners out there as well um i am waiting actually for a piece of equipment yet about taking live callers but i'm going to try to take live callers that um Hopefully it'll work. I'm going to try to put them on speakerphone, whatever, and see if that works. Because I'm waiting for a piece of equipment for my mixer yet. Um, so I can't use that. And taking live calls sort of um, doesn't work the other way. So I'm going to put them on speakerphone. So I'm going to throw them out there as well. Here's the number. Write it down. 313-614-9498. And you can also join us on live chat um if you're using the Spreaker app or Spreaker.com website and search for my name, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I, um, or the Spreaker app. There's a chat bubble, you go to it, join the live chat. Um, I want to hear your comments, your questions, um, any insights you have, I want to hear it. Um insights you want me to talk about, any questions you want me to hit on, please. You know what? thrown my way the show is for you and i'm all about trying to help you better your lives 
as individuals and of course in your romantic love lives right or maybe you know you got issues going on in your family life that people are having issues with okay so here we go tonight we are going to talk about and it like i said doesn't matter what the topic is we're going to talk about midlife crisis and what i've been talking about maybe here we go tripping over my tongue already and just started i'm going to be talking about maybe frequent sex and what does that mean to you and i hear people already people that are loving it yeah yeah they're all you know clapping yeah 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 people (laughs) i'm all for frequent sex and we got other people out there listening right oh my greg what is the def you know what frequent sex is once a month greg that's all (laughs) yeah whatever and we're going to talk about maybe the endorphins um dopamine levels that are kicked up and the closeness that frequent sex can kick up and does frequent sex turn into boring sex and maybe we're going to talk about that maybe some benefits of frequent sex that there's been um numerous studies done on the subject matter okay so sit back relax right pay attention take notes you can also if you miss something or you want to share it with maybe your partner your lover or maybe a best friend whatever that are going through relationship issues make sure you share the information have them download the Spreaker app have them listen up you know go to Spreaker's website uh, that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R dot com. Search for my name or the Art of Relationships radio show. You can listen to all the episodes, live episodes. They're recorded and they are available for your leisure, okay? For free! You don't have to pay for them, okay? Um, so, now we're going to get into situation about midlife crisis. Do you, and then we'll get to the juicy frequent sex information Ooh, down the road in the latter part of the show okay so um midlife crisis is you know do you think midlife crisis is legit is it real and most people it's sort of ironic they always hit when you think about midlife crisis you automatically assume let's face it it's men right men go through these midlife crisis situations and uh, you know what it's always the men. No, it isn't. Women have these too. And what exactly is a midlife crisis? You know, is it a mental illness? Is it a nervous breakdown? You know what? These are different situations. A midlife crisis typically roots or the cause of a midlife crisis centers around a lot of maybe regrets that maybe you missed out in life being married being maybe you're in a a job you absolutely hated but you had to be you know let's face it you had to be responsible you try to take care of the family you had to take care of all this aspects now you're having regrets and it sort of throws you back into maybe your mid-20s whatever where you want to maybe ooh right see if your ego needs to be boost see if you still got it or you're trying to relive your life again is that part of the midlife crisis again this is for men and women and it centers on almost like a rejuvenation a reborn aspect that you sort of let go of your current life you know is it healthy no not necessarily right now 
there's a difference between you're not happy in your marriage, your job, whatever, and people move away from it. They get divorced. They maybe change jobs, those situations. And people assume, oh, my God, they're going through a midlife crisis, right? She had an affair. She had a lover. Um, you know, he had a younger chick, we'll say, right? The old status quo. Um, and they assume they're going through a midlife crisis. No! That might not be the case, right? Is there a difference between people changing their lives and, say, even in their around 50, around 40, right? Changing their lives because they're not happy or that they're trying to relive their life again because of certain situations. There's drastic measures that usually go up. Usually, um, if they're not happy in a given situation, right? Maybe they not been happy in a relationship or marriage for years and nothing's changing, nothing's whatever. And all of a sudden they find out maybe the kids, let's face it, right? Kids are grown out of the house at college. So now I'm going to get divorced and change. Oh my God, must be going through a midnight crisis. No, I'm not going through a midlife crisis. I've been miserable for years and nothing's changed. Nothing's been done about it. So this scenario occurs a lot and it's not a midlife crisis. It's them realizing or maybe a long time ago that you know what I'm just not happy in this situation and I'm moving on and everybody attributes it to a midlife crisis you know what now midlife crisis might shake up you know like I said about a job um, new relationship divorce that type of aspect usually because you're not happy for a while and it gets to um, it gets to a point to where um a certain situation will hit to where, you know what, what are we going to do about changing our miserable relationship? I'm laughing, but it's not funny. I hate a job that I've been in for 20 years, and you're sort of rational about it, okay? You're sort of rational about the situation to where you look at, um, you know, you rationalize all these things out. I'm not happy. I haven't been happy for a while. Usually a midlife crisis hits, and the difference between moving away from unhealthy situations, a job or a marriage, and moving on in an actual midlife crisis typically is the impulsivity of it, okay? Midlife crisis usually becomes very impulsive. You wake up one morning, I'm miserable, I wish I would have done this, and it almost hits like a, do I want to throw out a clinical term, almost like a manic episode to where, you know, you're throwing everything out, so you're dressing a certain way, you know, something that's very, very impulsive, and it's not thought out, it's not rational, it's not, um, it's more on a rational aspect where it's very impulsive, and you're not thinking about any consequences, you're not thinking about, you know, really anything else, but about maybe breaking the humdrum, you feel dead, you feel dead inside, and all of a sudden you're trying to enlighten your life, which I'm all about, of course, but you're doing things that are going to cause havoc on your life that could be worked through if you maybe come see me, talk to me in those situations. Instead, you are jacking your life up in a year after that, two years after that, you are looking at the situation to where, um, you know what, damn, I wish I wouldn't have done that. Oh, my God. I love my wife, I, you know, family environment, if that's the case. And you know what? Now it's too late because you jacked your life up. That's the big difference between a midlife crisis 
and someone that is moving from an unhealthy or a toxic situation, okay? They thought about it for a long time. They thought about it rationally. They said, you know, I've been working on this for years. I've been working on this for a long time that I'm done. Or maybe they just tolerated certain situations and they're done sacrificing themselves for everybody else. We see this a lot with maybe a lot of stay-at-home moms I shouldn't say that, or, you know, even, I already said it, so what's the point, right? (laughs) A lot of maybe, you know, mothers, they gave everything to their kids, their husband, whatever, and now they're, you know what, I'm done, I can't do this anymore, because the husband isn't listening to her anymore, not listening, it's all about him, and she's fed up with it, and done, and tried to talk to him, and, you know, spent years on trying to talk to him, maybe a couple years, you know, at least, and she's just done. That's not a midlife crisis. Midlife crisis is, you you know, like I said, you wake up one day, next day, I'm done, whatever, I'm going out and screwing around, whatever. And you know what? You don't know why. You don't know why, what's going on, that you feel like you're trapped and you're all this stuff, that you feel like, you know what? I need to do something. That's how I represent um, a midlife crisis, almost to a manic episode if individuals have bipolar disorder oh my god now (laughs) i'm gonna gonna get calls i'm gonna get all kind of situations to where people you know they hit on um that oh greg said a midlife crisis is bipolar that isn't what i said i said it relates to and it almost has the analogy or similarities of manic episodes that you do stuff very carelessly And they're not thought out. It's not something that has been going on for a long period of time, okay? Not been going on for a year, two years, three years, whatever. And what shakes it on about is that, you know, the impulsivity. Got it? Okay. So, you know, midlife crisis. You're going out maybe buying stuff you can't afford. Screw it, screw it. You know, you're buying that freaking Corvette or Camaro or my favorite Dodge Challenger. Um, you know, Austin, you're going out, you've been bald for 20 years, and now you're going out and getting a glued-on toupee, and, you know, just spur the moment stuff that you haven't, you know, really thought about. Austin, you're starting to, maybe you're 50 years old, and you're dressing like a teenager now, um, what, you know, whatever you're wearing, you know, the white beaters, the tank tops, I heard they're coming back in style, but they're okay for women, (laughs) I'm gonna say that, they're okay for the ladies, so, um, you know, you're starting to do stuff, radic, you know, very radical behavior that is totally not you, okay, now, getting out of a marriage, uh, negative, you know, very unhealthy or toxic relationship or dead relationship is different. You're still holding on to yourself. You know, you might dress the same. You might be driving the same vehicle. That type of aspect, you know, that is the big difference between a midlife crisis and, you know, some people that are just fed up with their certain situation, be it a job, be it a dead marriage that they've tried and worked on and nothing has changed. Big, big difference. You're looking at radical changes with the midlife crisis now versus just moving on to a healthier spot or maybe a happier spot, okay? Big difference. Other symbols, you know, about midlife crisis, you know, all of a sudden you might be going out partying 
a lot more than you used to. You might be, you know, getting in the, the drug scene, which you've never been into. You know, there's a lot of, you know, uh, maybe you never smoked pot. Now you're doing that again, which you were totally against. <clears throat> you're doing stuff that is very radical for you as a person, as your personality. These are symptoms and signs of personality disorder. Or person. <laughs> sorry. Of a midlife crisis. Scratch that. Erase that. You know what? Um, edit that out. Just hit the stop button for that. Not a personality disorder. Sorry. These are something the midlife crisis is sort of a jarring of a person's personality, right? They, um, they're doing stuff that is totally out of character for them. That's why I sort of signify or define if you will, a midlife crisis versus, oh, they're getting married, uh, he's dating somebody else, she's having an affair because um, their marriage has been dead for a long time. Oh, they're having a midlife crisis. They're going to realize, not necessarily. You have to look at the personality of the individual to deem, you know, is this really just a transition in life versus a midlife crisis? You know what? You have to very you know, symbolically and look at the radical behavior versus the whole encompassing personality of the individual when you're talking about a midlife crisis, okay? Um, so, I am going to take a little breather already. I know it's quick notice, but I'm going to take a little breather and we'll be back shortly. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. Um, I will hopefully stop my babbling and tripping on words after the break. Uh, this is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'm Detroit's love guru, Greg Dazinski. Talk to you very soon. You're listening to the Art of Relationships radio show. Just another song You'll never hear about a girl I've never met This is just another lie Whispered in your ear so you'll think that I can make it This is just another ride Taken by surprise with no clear end in sight This is just an empty line You've heard a million times that I've used to make it right A chance meeting in a parking lot Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to Yeah. 
just another song you never hear by skyway traffic make sure you check them out um reverb nation facebook and youtube too skyway traffic uh local metro detroit um aspect too and uh want to give um just a quick rundown you can also check out i Left the Spreaker, you know, Spreaker app, you can listen to shows too. And I've been uploading them on DetroitHeartRadio.com. That's another uh, website um, that you can listen to the shows on as well. Detroit Heart Radio. And I'm going to be starting to expand that and get local Detroit talent on there as well. And working on also trying to get um, a friend of mine that does uh, substance abuse addiction counseling as well. Just try to put um, her shows on there as well to help people. Another avenue to draw, you know, maybe more people to get help, to seek help. That's what I'm all about. Um, That's what, of course, this show is all about, the Art of Relationships radio show. But make sure, you know, check it out. The um, Detroit Heart, H-E-A-R-T, radio.com. My main website for my counseling practice and everything is the art a sorry a r t the a r t the art as in a painter whatever of relationships dot org okay make sure you check that out if you have any friends you know in need um, maybe they're coming to you complaining about their relationship or 
um, marriage situation and it gets pretty deep have them give me a call okay and I am taking live calls too you give me a call 313-614-9498 and we are talking about midlife crisis and I'm going to be switching gears a little bit about frequent sex what does it mean to you what are the benefits of it and a lot of people you know following the show listening to the show are um greg you talk about sex all the time so no (laughs) i try to split it up a little bit um if i do talk about sex not all the time but that um it goes with the emotional connection and relationship building too it's not just the physical aspect that most women just want right women you just want the physical remember us guys us men we have a heart right we want the emotional connection <laughs> and women out there shaking her head what the hell is greg talking about he's bullshitting us no for you know sex too it is very emotional um it's emotional for us you know helps us feel good helps us feel craved loved uh appreciated desired Ooh, that you want to devour us oh baby hell yeah Woo! Now, okay, remember, midlife crisis, big difference on those aspects. Midlife crisis versus, you know what, people are just moving on to a happier place in their life, being a job change, being a relationship. Maybe they're getting out of a marriage that's been dead for a long time. Oh, they're just going through a midlife crisis. There is a big difference people and as i mentioned before the break i'm going to run down the identifiers again you're looking at number one are they very radical unorthodox behaviors for that person got it number one okay are they radical for that person i'm not talking radical for um compared to normal people we have people doing radical stuff all the time um you know whatever no it's you have to look at the individual is this totally radical for them you know why are they dressing like a 18 year old again are they like i said they've been bald for freaking 20 years um like me <laughs> that um awesome they're going on and they're getting uh you know a tap um a toupee maybe they're hanging out they've never went to the bar before now they're hanging out at the bar every night um they're, you know, they can't afford a new car or whatever. They're, they're going on getting uh, the old stereotypical, right, the sports car. There's nothing wrong with getting a sports car. If, you know, a pe- you've been talking about it for a while, whatever, and, you know, you're saving up and, you know, you, I'm all about that. That's that's cool. That's your dream. Uh, there's a big difference between that and radical behavior. Spur of the moment, impulse behavior that is totally against that person. They usually come out of the blue come out of the unknown for this individual that usually is a sign of a midlife crisis you know that they're trying to relive their life again maybe they're scared that you know what half my life is over with let's face it right half my life is over with so you know what i got to try to rejuvenate my youth again and i'm going to do it through very radic radical manic like behaviors in episodes that is unhealthy okay that's where the situation where midlife crisis becomes very unhealthy okay um now the other aspect you know you like i mentioned before and i feel like i'm repeating myself and i 
probably am, so I apologize, to where you look at the situation to where, um, you know, you've been in a dead relationship for a while. You tried to work on it, nothing's changing, okay? Bam. You get out of it, you know, thought about it, I'm dead, we tried to work on it, your debt's not a midlife crisis. It's thought out. It's a rational decision, okay? Family members, friends, oh my God, it's a midlife crisis, they left. They don't know what happens in the home. They're not in there 24-7. It's not a radical decision. It's not an impulse decision. It's been thought out. It's been going on for a while, okay? Um, Maybe they've been talking about getting that sports car for 20 years, 15 years. You know what? When the kids get out of school, this is what I want. I would love to get this. You know what? They've been planning. They've been, you know, it's nothing impulsive. They've been working on it. They've been talking. Huge difference between maybe life transitions versus midlife crisis, okay? So that's what I want you to think about and try to identify the big kickers, if you will, between the two. And everybody assumes, I hear the term thrown all, all out with couples, left and right. Greg, oh my God, I think he's going through a midlife crisis. Oh my God, Greg, I think my wife is going through a midlife crisis. Again, It is not just centered on men, people. Not at all. Okay? Get rid of, you know, most. Not all gender bias or gender stereotypes. There are a few, okay, um, that I hold, you know, I think they exist. Maybe two. I'm going to say two for sure. Maybe three. But I'm going to say two um, are primary that gender stereotypes hold true. Other than that, eh, that's for another show, and I talked about that before. But now, with midlife crisis, they're not always men. They are women, too, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Both genders. Remember, you're going to look at radical behaviors, and the question is, what do you do about it? <laughs> right? They might not want to listen to you. They might not want to whatever. Now, that's where I talk about it's very, very unhealthy and creates toxic very toxic situations for maybe a very healthy, very um, a good relationship, or maybe you know a relationship that could become great with a little work. And you know they're throwing it out reckless, maybe going around cheating on a lot of people with a lot of people, um, doing stuff like that is very unhealthy to their body, um, maybe their careers, whatever that is not thought out. Okay. And I'm not talking, people know me, students know me, I'm very politically incorrect, okay? I want people to be happy. I don't care um, or really, you know, give a shit about falling into the norm that society wants with you. Not at all. I'm talking these are totally out of the blue, impulsive maneuvers and behaviors and thoughts that these individuals go through that equal a midlife crisis, okay? So... What do you do about it? You try to get them help. You try to get them in the counseling, but they might not do that. You know what? Maybe go to a doctor. Maybe, you know, have them get a checkup. Maybe it's also part of hormonal imbalances, thyroid issues that can trigger all these aspects too. And I mentioned this on numerous shows that they can be, you know, these symptoms could be medically induced just because of the aging process, right? Um, A lot of women that might be, menopausal every every guy saying oh my god right during a midlife crisis they're always but they're not usually they might be moody crabby um bitchy um very sad at times but they're usually not that impulsive with their actions that are going to jeopardize um 
whatever that are gonna go through their savings account that that's gonna you know totally they're not maybe going out and cheating all the time you know it's big difference okay so try to get them help try to suggest going to a doctor speak from the heart you know what i love you i'm worried about you and what you're going through what's going on try to talk to them and i tell people all the time couples in my office here in detroit you know what if you speak out of concern for that individual speak out of the love instead of you coming at them bashing right oh my god what the hell is going on with you are you crazy are you whack people are going to get defensive right i'm human have i done this with people in my personal life yes i have i'm guilty of it i apologize but i try to make sure it doesn't happen again okay speak from the heart come out of genuine care and concern for that individual and you might get a better response where they might get a a checkup you know a medical checkup blood work done to see if there is anything going on now if that doesn't work or everything's fine now we're looking at maybe you can talk to somebody about what's going on i want you happy you know what maybe talking to somebody might help you figure it out it doesn't mean you're whacked you know what you get a broken bone you get pneumonia what happens you go to the doctor and get it fixed so if you're dealing with some emotional stuff why not talk to somebody that is trained um licensed that's important um you know in your representative state to get some help to maybe work through some issues and see what the heck's going on okay so those are um situations um that are very very important okay so here's my number again that um you can give me a call live doesn't have to be a midlife crisis and we're gonna get into frequent sex <gasps> in a minute Woo-hoo! okay <laughs> um give me a call i'm gonna try to work it out even though i'm missing a piece of equipment um i'm gonna try well it broke so i'm <laughs> not missing and it just broke Give me a call live and we'll be able to work it out um, the best I can. 313-614-9498. Um, again, 313-614-9498. And you can join me on the live chat at, uh, if you're using or download the Spreaker app, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, or go to Spreaker.com. You can join on the live chat. You can also listen on TuneIn, SoundCloud, um, a family uh, network that I'm with, uh, Podcast Detroit. You can listen on those aspects as well, but you're not going to be able to join the live chat, okay? Not at this time. So, um, we are going to transition and talk about where the hell is everybody at? (laughs) Woohoo! We are going to be talking about frequent sex, people. Yeah, dogs out there. All the dogs out there, right? You're going to be talking about, woohoo, right? <laughs> and how many people want sex? Woo, frequent sex, yeah, woohoo. That was sort of a lame clap. So <laughs> we are... Um, all the guys listening, I believe me, when they talk about midlife crisis and frequent sex, you're like, oh my God, I don't want to do him anymore, Greg. Look at him. I don't want to do her anymore. She pisses me off, nags all the time. Oh my God, I'm totally turned off by her. Frequent sex is very, very healthy. Now, we are talking about now. 
I'm going to throw it out there that there's no issues with sex, right? There's no um, vaginismus. There's not any, you know, orgasm disorders. There's not, you know, vaginal pain aspects. I already talked about one, vaginismus. Um, Those type aspects to where, you know, vaginal contractions, right? They're very painful for one. You know, I'm not throwing out sexual challenges or, you know, sexual disorders. And I hate that word disorder. Um, I'll just say sexual challenges that are not in the way, okay? That I get um, women that might have um, colitis, Crohn's disease, or maybe not only women, men too, or women that have endometriosis where there's a lot of pain aspects where they might not be in the mood. I'm going to throw those out there. Um, not to ignore those, okay? And actually, I should have a show coming up about, you know, how do you deal with uh, certain sexual challenges that you're dealing with, you know, pain aspects, um, maybe erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, where, um, you know, women irritation, um, where they feel like they're getting, having sex with a freaking roll of sandpaper, that is definitely not pleasant, so why would you want to have frequent sex, okay? I'll do another show uh, coming up in the near future about that, but frequent sex. Now, medically, and you actually generally like, like each other, okay? Because you're not going to want frequent sex with somebody you don't like, okay? <laughs> so, you know, frequent sex can definitely enhance the emotional connection between the two people, okay? They can... Enhance and their frequent sex is also a mood stabilizer. Not only a mood stabilizer, it is a mood enhancer. The chemicals released, if people don't know this, the chemicals released from frequent sex aspects, you know, dopamine, right? It can stabilize and increase serotonin levels, endorphins, right? Dopamine levels, that's where they got the word dope from. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel elated. It makes you feel, woohoo, baby, right? (laughs) Um, The endorphins, they're the natural body's painkillers, okay? Chemical uh, release from the brain triggers it. Endorphins are the body's natural painkillers. So when dopamine levels go up, endorphins go up. Dopamine levels go down, endorphins go down. That's where somebody might be depressed or having the flu, and all of a sudden you have you know even more body aches and pains, whatever, when you're depressed because the dopamine levels go down. Your natural body's painkillers, the endorphins, also go down in production. And that's where you know you can, you know, you start feeling pain. Maybe more intense. That might be a better word, okay? So, frequent sex can help with moods. It can make you feel better. It is healthy for your self-esteem, people, okay? It can help you and your partner feel more desired, more crave. It can make you feel more sexy, woohoo, more attractive too, right? Um, and also, it can make you feel loved. It, it, it just... Frequent sex makes you feel more connected. It makes you feel more calm in the relationship because those situations are centered, okay? Now, I'm not talking about we have some major issues going on and we're going to have frequent sex and therefore they're all going to be gone. No, okay? Frequent sex can be good in a very therapeutic, in a very healthy way 
That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about having people that have sex just to ignore problems. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm having frequent sex to enhance and get rid of problems and enhance their relationship and their love life on all domains. The heart, body, mind, and soul, people, where you start paying attention more to each other. You start maybe listening better. It creates frequent sex in a good relationship can help make it dynamic by increasing, ah, right, the emotional connection, you tend to pay attention more. You tend to be more in getting one another, okay? You tend to be more in sync. There's a word I'm thinking of. Getting more in sync emotionally and reading each other better, even with more frequent sex, people. Now, what happens if the sex is frequent and you just lay there? Um... Um, <laughs> uh, I don't think it'll be frequent sex that more. And if it, if it is, that is pathetic. <laughs> you don't want to get in that situation, right? Um, <laughs> no, oh, I don't care if you just lay there as long as we have frequent sex. Yeah, forget that. I already talked about that on various shows before. No, frequent sex where you both are enjoying each other. It's not just one getting theirs all the time just to get off and that's it you're concentrating on making each other feel good about giving of yourself to the other person about pleasing the other person okay and emotional sharing the eye-to-eye sexual contact yeah you can also use sex frequent sex to joke around play around right maybe maybe you want to enhance maybe she wants to be spanked maybe you want to be spanked you know Tied up. You can use frequent sex to have fun and laugh. And oh my God, what does laughter do? It and kick, kicks up dopamine levels and it kicks up endorphins. The same thing we're talking about, right? And also with laughter, it reduces tension. So you can use frequent sex to have fun and maybe, you know, act sort of goofy and act sort of dorky, which is okay, right? Just don't act corny. That's different. That's going to be a mood killer. No. But you can use the frequent sex attributes to, you know, kick up fun, excitement in the life, in the, uh, in the love life, sorry, in your relationship. Use it for that aspect. You can spice it up a little bit. You can change it up. You know, it can be passionate and slow and soothing and soul to soul and connection and also can be fun where there's laughter and joking around and oh my god I don't want to try that again my freaking hips gonna break you can laugh and joke around about it or you can be the passionate just freaking throw me up against the wall rip my clothes off the intensity you can mix all those up with frequent sex so you know the main issue is about connecting emotionally and physically both aspects into one no matter if you're joking around having sex or the more you know the soulful loving um very deep sex life and no i'm not talking about the depth of the penis in you (laughs) i'm talking about the emotional depth okay and also you know just the animalistic rip your clothes off with the emotional connection all thrown in those are a tribute to great sex life jazz it up Shake it up a little bit, okay? And the frequent sex life, it makes you closer, makes you, like I said, more calm, okay? It makes you a lot more um, healthy, emotionally, physically.
physically healthy, okay? When you're feeling better, when you're feeling more attractive to your partner. And like I said, you throw that in with the natural body's painkillers thrown up, the feel-good um, neurotransmitter dopamine levels, you know what? It gives you a different perspective on your life. It, you can go from maybe a negative perspective or a negative persona about the world, and it can change the positive outlook. You can start looking at things maybe different perspective um, than what you did before. Maybe you start looking at your partner's needs more and looking at, you know what, why would they perceive this before going to tit-for-tat battles back and forth? You know what, you perceive everything as coming to you negative um, and being attacked versus out of care and concern, maybe how it was intended. So frequent sex when it is good, when it is out of love, when it's out of affection, it, it represents a lot of aspects and it can be very, very soothing, very energizing for the relationship, and it can increase the love life both physically and emotionally, people, okay? So, I am going to cut it a little short tonight. I know it's only been uh, basically 45 minutes show tonight. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. I've been going since, I think, 5 this morning. Um, so I apologize if people are tuning in later and they're going to miss it. But you can also listen to recorded shows on uh, Spreaker, the app for Android, Android devices. Spreaker, that's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, uh, Spreaker.com. And search for the show, The Art of Relationships Radio Show, or my name, uh, Greg Dzinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. And I'm uh, the show's also a proud member of the podcast Detroit family as well. Okay, so um, there's a lot of avenues to listen to the show. Please spread the news. I'm all about helping people. That's what the art of relationships all about for you out there. Okay, so please um, spread the news. Maybe it's going to help somebody. Right? They don't have to see me. Maybe they can listen to a show and it can give them um, pointers. To help with their love life, they might just transition. It might just change it for you know, just overnight would be awesome. But you know, realistically, it'll give them something to look at and maybe to even talk about with their partner. Okay, and the same aspects in my book sees that total connection. That's available. You can go on my website www.theartofrelationships.org and Ooh. Also, it is sees that total connection is available on Amazon.com. Sees that total connection achieving the emotional and sexual relationship you crave. And Princess Fu, I am so sorry. Join on the live chat. Um, but we will touch back up um, maybe on this topic in the future about, you know, the midlife crisis and frequent sex. Please, people, go on Facebook. Check my Facebook out. It's going to be under uh, Detroit's Love Guru or my name as well, Detro- uh, Greg Tosinski, D-U-D-Z-I-N-S-K-I. Private message me. Go to my website. Get my email address, okay? I want to, I love hearing 
ideas for show topics. Like I said, the show, this is not for me. It's for you out there, okay? The listeners, um, the readers of my book, blogs, whatever, um, on Facebook. It's all about helping people out there to have a dynamic, dynamic relationship, dynamic love life, sex life, and also have increased the self-love that you have for yourself, okay? So... A huge good night. Everybody else out there, uh, please have a dynamic night, and I will talk to you next Wednesday night. This is Detroit's Love Guru saying good night, peace, and love to everybody out there. Take care.